Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Rebecca Mazzino and with me is Tara Tuttle and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hi and welcome to the show. Today we're going to talk about routines versus rhythms and a way to start thinking about this is to think about if you're the kind of person that just wings your way through the day doing what you do when you feel like doing it or maybe you're the kind of person that has a really set rigid way of doing things and it happens the same all the time. So if you're a a winging your way through the day kind of person maybe you're more of a rhythm person a rhythm that's not set in stone but is somewhat predictable if you follow a routine or a really orderly, rigid manner of doing things, maybe you're more of a routine person. So we're going to explore the difference between rhythm and routine today and find out which of the two you might do and which might be most helpful for you. Do you think you know which you are, Beck? Without a doubt, I'm a rhythm person. (laughs) Uh, I have built uh, some routine and ritual into my days, but for the most part, I am naturally a rhythm person for sure. When we were started talking about the idea of this episode, Beck mentioned the idea of ritual like she did then. And I we thought there's so much in the whole idea of rituals, goes into them, what constitutes them and how we are attached to them. So we're going to do ritual mm. and explore rituals um, in a whole nother episode because we didn't think we'd fit it all into this one. Yeah. So let's start by talking about routines. I guess essentially a routine would be something that you could think of as systemized or quite often it's externally driven and it's an approach to something that can be quite imposing for some people, but it's completely predictable. Quite often it's rigid or strict. Uh, Very often it's sequential and often it can be based on an external authority or advice like a schedule if you've got a fit to a schedule I just said schedule and then schedule I said the same word <laughs> two different ways why not um if you've got a fit to a schedule or a timetable set by someone else often that can impose routine on you because that outside schedule won't change and so you've got to change your routine to meet that Um, So quite often it's seen as like a blueprint that you fit yourself inside of, regardless of all the other factors or influences that go on around you. I guess one of the other attributes of a routine would be a time frame. Would that be part of it as well? Mm -hmm. Yep. So quite often if you've got to, and we'll go through some examples, but if you've got something that you know you've got a certain amount of time to do, quite often a routine helps you control all the things you need to get done within that time frame. But again, mm. the time frame is usually uh, imposed on you from some somewhere else. There's somewhere you need to be, or there's someone you've got mm. to collect, or you've got to you've got an appointment at this time, or whatever it is. Quite often, we don't impose time frames on ourselves as much. Mm. So then, a okay. rhythm is a lot more fluid than a routine. It's more internally motivated. So your approach to something is not quite as predictable can fluctuate quite often it's has a similar theme but there's variation within the theme so you've got 
more freedom to choose, has more of a flow, and it takes into account any, well, not any, but possibly other influences or factors or feelings outside of yourself. So routine or rhythm, people find comfort and productivity in both or either, but they don't always work for everyone. So like you said, Beck, you're more of a rhythm person. Have you tried mm. to ever fit yourself into like a neatly packed little routine and found that it didn't work? Many, many, many times. <laughs> it's because when you are not naturally organized, one of the tips that is given to people who are not organized is to have a, a set routine and a schedule and habits habits are outside the scope of this as well um habits are something that uh, are internally driven not externally driven so they're not what we're talking about today but i i was just i tried all of the things i tried sort of the whole schedule blocking of you know i do this then i do this then i do this and then i do this and it didn't work for me never did never did i could never stick to them so i tried and failed many times before i realized that i wasn't necessarily failing i was just trying to do something that didn't suit my personality. Yeah, I reckon that's exactly it. I reckon quite often it's personality driven. Um, mm. And I use this, the idea of routine versus rhythm with clients all the time. People that come to me that are feeling overwhelmed with the amount of tasks they've got to do or overwhelmed with their schedules, we talk about what fits better for you because so often people jump straight to routine. It must be predictable. It must be rigid that at 8 o'clock every morning I feed the cat mm. And at 8.55, I hop in the shower and at 9.15, I have to have my hair done and, you know, like really rigid. And they think that that's the key to productivity. Problem is, if that doesn't work for you or doesn't come naturally for you, it becomes so stifling that then you almost rebel against the entire system. So it's, I guess, giving Mm. people permission to figure out whether they're more of a routine person or more of a rhythm person. And having, you know, a rhythm is really just giving yourself permission to have a natural flow of things, things that still might be predictable and productive, but are not as rigid as as they would be in a routine. So um, it's all all about finding what fits better for you. Yeah. And I think, I actually think that most of us will, will work somewhere in between, like it's almost like routine and rhythm are two ends of a spectrum and we all fit somewhere in the middle. And some of us are lean f- further towards the routine-based approach and then some of us lean further towards the rhythm approach because I know that I do mix routine and rhythm and I do have certain routines. Some of them are more rituals, but some of them are definitely routines. And uh, I don't rebel against that altogether, but overall the broadly the way that my days work is uh, by rhythm and the way I get things done mostly the way I get things done is done by uh, my productivity I guess so doing work um, and doing housework uh, those kinds of things are very very rhythm based whereas things like getting myself ready in the morning um, are routine based Um, so I do have a few things that are routines and they usually bookend my day, my morning and my night, and then during the day it's rhythm. So, yeah, I think understanding that there's that you do have a preference can help you decide how to structure your day in a way that suits you and, and you, you feel comfortable and not, like you said, not fighting against something. Yeah, that's it. And I think, yeah, you would 
you'll naturally have a disposition towards one or more of one than more of the other. And because you get mm. people that, you know, that fight against routine, but you also get people that really struggle if it's not clearly defined mm, what they need to do and when they need to do it, that they'll end up procrastinating. Uh, my hand is raised here. I'm like <laughs> a massive procrastinator. But it's not to the point where it's, you know, derailing me. But I feel like it, the times when I just, if I have my calendar and say, you know, uh, book work or something, invoicing between one and three, I'll be like, I'm just going to water this plant and, I'm just gonna <laughs> da, 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 and I'll get to that, you know. Um, it's in my calendar and I'll procrastinate until I get to it. But for some people, if they don't have that and, you know, if, they, if they've got free range, just get nothing done. So, hmm. um, so I want to go through a few examples of routines. Uh, like you said, morning and evening are quite often um, examples of routines that we have because it's quite similar most days, um, especially if you have to get ready to go out at a similar time every day. So if you're heading out to the office or to drop the kids to school or whatever, quite often your morning routines will look very similar. Household chores is another one. Lots of people will create routine about household chores, either the time that they're done or the days that they're done, or it can even be the the manner in which they're done. So it might be that Saturdays between nine and 10 is house cleaning time and you always start with the dusting and then you mm. put a load of washing on and then you vacuum and then, you know, you mop or whatever it is. And um, you with your towels Tuesday. Yeah. So I mm. do, I definitely do this with my household chores. You can never come to my house and find the entire house. <laughs> clean Clean at one time (laughs) because I have it spread throughout the week but I have a routine of what gets done on on which day day. that definitely Mm. works for me um exercise schedules and I guess this doesn't I don't relate to this at all but for people that have gym classes booked in or boot camps or whatever their exercise routine might be the same week to week month to month because they always go out for classes or they have someone come to the house for a private session or, you know, whatever, however it works. Um, school and work timetables, even things like what time, what time kids eat during the day, you know, that they have a break at the same time, um, mm. morning and afternoon or whatever as part of the timetable, um, what time classes are. And then evening we all have, you know, pretty similar routines, cleaning faces, brushing teeth, putting pyjamas on, Um, Some people include meditating, some people include reading, and it might not be rigid in terms of you allow three minutes for each of those items, but it might be something that becomes more likely we'll talk about next time, ritualistic in the way that you do it and the way you move from one of those things to another. Mm. Actually, that that ritualistic sort of point, uh, I might just quickly mention the difference between a ritual and a routine because there's really only one main difference and that is the meaning behind it and so you can turn something can turn from a a habit or a routine into a ritual by meaning and that's where roots and routines that might be um, based around religion or spiritualism turn into rituals or some then there'll be some that are like religious ones that stay routines because you don't associate the meaning with them so let's say you're not christian but you put up a christmas tree and you give presents and you 
um, you might what's what's something what's what, what's another Christmas tradition um, sing Christmas carols sing Christmas carols yeah so you might put Christmas carols on and they are a routine rather than a ritual because there's the, the religious meaning behind them isn't part of the thing it's just part of what you do does that make sense um mm. so yeah so there's and there are some things in routines that we do turn into ritual and um, because of that meaning behind them but we're not talking about that today but it's just yeah it's just interesting i think quite often people will have routines as well with appointments so it might be that people have a routine that they get a massage every friday at 9 a.m oh i wish that was me <laughs> Uh, or go to the hairdresser the first Wednesday of the month. Um, mm. And then there's all the religious festivals, practices, traditions as well. And there's a whole lot of routines that go with that. But so I guess the idea of thinking about routine is that it's it's rigid, it's fixed, and it's predictable. And some people thrive on that predictability. And for some mm, people... They need it. They need it for their mental health yeah, uh, a lot absolutely. of the time. Mm. So if that sounds like you... The times that having a routine might really serve you or if you feel like you're overwhelmed or chaotic and you're thinking I need something and you're trying to decide whether you need more routine or you need more rhythm. These are the way I've got a few points here of when having a routine might help you. So if you're suffering with decision fatigue, having a prescribed routine can take away all the little decisions of what to do, when to do it. You just don't have to think about it as much. It's um, a big one. I love that one. Even things like um, how, you know, I guess for me working from home, how to spend my day or my week if every morning I got up and sent the kids off to school and was like, oh, now what do I have to do today? I think I would find that exhausting. So I do the same things like I always do invoicing on Friday and for me that works because I don't have to think about at the beginning of the week when am I going to do invoicing when's that going to fit into my schedule it's like that's Friday that always happens on a Friday and it's mm. easy and it's it means I don't have to continually make a decision about how and when that will happen um, and for people with you know massively complex lives having the routine it might even be like setting up a, a work uniform when you don't have a, a prescribed uniform from your workplace it might be that monday i always wear the pink shirt with the black skirt mm. and tuesday i wear my cream pants with my green top whatever it is because then you reduce the decision so you have a routine around your clothing what you iron at what point uh, if you're an ironer and then what you wear because then that routine makes you feel in control and it reduces the decisions you make in the morning so if that's that decision fatigue thing which can be a big thing for people. Um, maybe a routine could help you with that. Yeah, that's where the um, meal planning is a good one for decision fatigue as well. Mm, absolutely. If you're constrained by external factors that are unmoving, so if you maybe catch a train or a bus to school or you've got you know, a start time at class or work uh, or school um, and you know what you have to do before you get to them, and how long it takes, then a routine can be really good because it can give you that comfort and control that you get everything done, achieve what you need to achieve and still be there on time. So for example, uh, if you've got to catch the bus for work at 7.25 in the morning, 
rather than rolling out of bed and thinking, oh my gosh, what do I have to do? Am I going to get to the bus on time? You might create a routine for yourself that is alarm at six, make sure you're showered and dressed by 6.30, have breakfast and pack your lunch up by seven, and then at seven, brush your teeth, collect all your belongings or your bag, and then walk to the bus stop at 7.15, be there by 7.20, and you know you'll be there in time to catch the bus at 7.25. So that kind of routine is put on you because of the external factor of the the bus timetable. But if you create a routine then, um, and you know you'll get all those things done, and to start with, it might be that you have to look at your clock and go, oh, it's 6.30, I better get breakfast happening. But eventually it would become quite almost innate to just go Mm. through the, the motions. But those kind of things, people that suffer with being late, if it's the same thing over and over, create a routine, all the steps you have to take, and rough timings, and it can help you feel a lot more in control. And don't add things in at the last minute. People like me who think that they can do some fit something in just before they leave for something, you can't. <laughs> you can't. There's no no ifs or buts. You cannot fit the thing in, no matter how hard you try. Don't even try to fit the thing in. Just leave. Yep. I, I, I do that too. It's mm. For me, it's always the washing. It's always like, oh, I reckon I could quickly hang out the washing <laughs> yeah, before I go. Yeah, I do and that too. Like, why? Why don't I either get up 10 minutes earlier and plan to put the washing in my morning or just leave it till I get or home? Or just leave it, yeah. Ah. Um, another time when routine can be really handy is if you need other people to comply or to fall in line with what you're doing. So if you need people to be available for meetings it might be handy to schedule the meetings at the same time on the same day regularly so that people can create a routine around meetings Um, if you need your partner to be home to look after the kids because you're going to the gym class or whatever um, might be handy if you have that gym class every Tuesday at seven so you can say to your partner can you be home by 6.55 on Tuesdays to look after the kids while I go and exercise. So creating a routine can be really handy. If you need external people to know what you're doing, especially if they have to take a part in it, um, cause it's predictable. And then they can't use the excuse that they didn't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, they forgot and say it's every Tuesday. Um, that happened to me a little bit. At the beginning of the year, I started doing yoga on a Monday night and I normally do yoga from home and like buy workshops and stuff like that and do them online. But I decided I was going to start going out to a yoga class and it threw all sorts of chaos into a house just because I don't regularly leave the house in the evening mm. ever, uh, well, other than the weekends, but not Monday to Friday, I wouldn't. So it was like, oh, like my hubby would be driving down the street as I'm going in the other direction. He'd be like, where are you going? I'm like, yoga, remember? Yoga happens on a Monday. <laughs> And it, so it got to, you know, maybe middle of the term. And he was like, yes, that's what I, I remember now, yoga on a Monday. And then COVID <laughs> happened and I went to doing it at home. So that routine's gone. But um, uh, yeah, it can be handy. Uh, like we said, some people can be just more productive with a fixed schedule. So if you tend to drift off track um, and that drifting kind of impedes your progress or your productivity, Uh, routines can be really handy then they can lead to efficiency if you know what you've got to do what time um, and you can put it in some kind of routine that works for you then that can be a really good way if you don't feel the need to rebel against it or if it doesn't create anxiety around it Um, Mm. 
then it can be it can be a good way to up your efficiency uh beck i'm not looking at you when i say this but maybe there is a bit of a side eye going on <laughs> routines can be important if you're forgetful what who's forgetful <laughs> um because routines take the importance off of remembering to do stuff you don't have to remember if it's something um you do regularly at the same time every day or same time every week or same time every month um then you don't have to remember to do it because it becomes part of your routine do you ever (sighs) point taken yes (laughs) it's (laughs) yes it does work for sure i'm not particularly good at routine in general so i don't utilize it but you're right it does help if you're forgetful And we'll be back to that discussion in just a moment. If you really appreciate this podcast and get a lot from it, we would love it if you would consider becoming a Patreon supporter. This will help us keep the podcast content coming to you by covering some of our costs and importantly, keep it ad free. You can find the Become a Patreon button on our website at www.beuncluttered.com.au. We really appreciate your support. Thank you. Right. Now, back to the discussion. If you're not reaching your goals, so, you know, we've talked about goal setting before and we talked about the quadrants. I don't, you'll be able to refresh my memory, Beck. Who's the dude that... Covey. Stephen Covey. Stephen Covey. Yeah, Stephen Covey. The quadrants. And quite often we get busy doing the things that are not important but urgent. Mm. Or not important and not urgent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we quite often don't put time aside to do the important stuff that is not immediate, that doesn't have to be done. We kind of run from mm-hmm. fire to fire. Yeah. Um, and the problem is if you find that you're regularly not reaching your goals because you're not allocating any time to work on this big stuff, the stuff that's not urgent but that's really important to you, um, then routine can be handy because if you start having a schedule or, or predictable time frame where you set aside time to work on the big stuff and the big stuff could be a patchwork quilt that you're making but if you never get to it because you just run from crisis to crisis maybe you need to put in your routine that Sundays at 2 p.m you're offline for an hour and you're locked in your craft room because that's your your time and once people around you know that and once you know that then you don't schedule stuff for Sunday afternoons because you know that's your time yep okay so the that's sort of routines um moving on to rhythms which are kind of similar to routines aren't they but different in a couple of ways um what would be some examples of some rhythms so that we can get the idea of the difference between the two of them and and which ones we spend more time doing yeah so i guess like a a rhythm is a lot more fluid than a routine which is a lot more fixed so for me my mornings uh, an example of a rhythm I don't have to leave the house by any point my kids have to leave the house around 8 30 ish so they have more of a routine and things that get done at certain times to make sure they're ready in time to leave the house at 8 30 but for me it's kind of just like oh I've got to have breakfast and have a shower and kind of get myself set for the day but there is no particular order in which that happens it's quite fluid so every morning I will get up make breakfast, help my kids pack their bag, uh, have a shower, get dressed, do my hair, 
maybe I'll do exercise as well. But so those things all happen every morning, but they don't always happen in the same order. And there's no schedule in terms of they don't happen by eight o'clock or by nine o'clock. Sometimes I'm still in my pajamas at half past nine um, and it will all happen, you know, generally by 10 o'clock, <laughs> but mm. um, it kind of ebbs and flows with my mood. If it's a really cold morning, I might do some other stuff while still in my pajamas and the, the shower gets pushed to the end of that kind of rhythm where if it's a beautiful warm day, I might get up and shower straight away and get dressed. So it kind of, it's still predictable in terms of what happens. It's just not predictable in terms of when it happens. When, yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm pretty similar too because also I have such different mornings. Like sometimes I won't have a client at all in the morning. Other times I'll have one at nine. Other times I'll have one at 11. My kids quite often don't go to school at all or they've got different start times. So like Tuesdays and Thursdays, this, the school starts at 9.30. So that's a different time to the other three days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they'll ride. Sometimes they'll walk. Uh, it's all really unpredictable. So I definitely my mornings are definitely rhythm based as well simply because uh i i don't have a fixed any fixed timings uh from week to week or day to day yeah and i love that day as it comes that's one of the reasons why i wanted to work for myself is because Mm. i really love having the flexibility to do that and not everyone has that and if you know what if you have to be in your office or at your job by 9 a.m then having a morning rhythm instead of a routine probably won't work for you because you can't mm. be lolling around in your pajamas still at quarter to nine if you need to be at the office at night. Yeah, yeah, you can't. You don't get to decide when to do things. It's decided for you, um, so it it wouldn't work so much. Yeah, um, I think another way to think of rhythms as well is seasonal, because there are lots of things that happen um, seasonally, like even you know the amount of light there is. So. Generally, Mm. people will sleep more in winter and less in summer um, based on rhythms. But if you're a real routine person, maybe you go to bed at 10 every night and your alarm goes off at 6 every morning um, and you go with that routine regardless of the season. But I know for me, I definitely sleep a whole lot more in winter. So that whole going to bed and getting up thing for me is a rhythm um, Mm. rather than a routine. Even movement in terms of exercising and stuff like that rhythms some people will exercise in different modalities depending on their mood depending on the weather Mm. I know I was going to go for a run this morning and it was really cold so I did a little (laughs) workout inside instead so it's not that you don't exercise it's just that it's based on ebbs and flows of Mm. you know your feelings how you feel what else is might be going on in your day yeah Um, so it's more than just one factor of the when and the where or two factors it's mm -hmm. it's a whole range of factors yeah meals can be something that's part of a rhythm as well if you're someone that likes to see what they feel like eating before they cook you know like we said meal planning is a quite a routine thing Mm. and can really work in terms of having control and reducing that decision fatigue but if you're more like, ah, oh, I just want to, I don't, can't plan today what I'm going to f- want to feel like eating on Thursday night. So mm. I'll just wait and see. And then Thursday night, I look in the fridge and go, what is there? What shall I cook? This is what I feel like. You know that you're, there's a general rhythm that at 
you know, roughly sometime in the evening on Thursday, you're going to cook dinner like you do every other night. You just, there's no routine around what you're going to have, what time it will be started, what time it will be finished, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you just kind of go with the flow. Um, for me, I'm very much a rhythm person when it comes to housework, mostly. I don't follow any set schedule. I clean things when they reach, when I reach a tolerance point. So when, you know, when I start wanting to put thongs on in the house because the floor is like got too many crumbs on it, I'm like, right, that's it, it's vacuuming. Or uh, if I notice dust, um, depending on the time, sometimes the trigger to do the washing is when uh, the underwear levels are starting to get low. But other times the trigger to do the washing is when the weather suits it. And so like on Friday, it's Friday, no, today's Friday, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday was a, a really warm, breezy day for, for winter. It was like 19 degrees here or something. So I did like as many loads of washing as I could. And it's not something I would normally do on a Thursday, like four loads of washing. But I was like, I'm going to do them now because that's, you know, it's the best day to do washing. So that's sort of cleaning and housework and all that work mostly for me on a very, very much a rhythm basis, except the standard stuff like, you know, doing the dishes and all that because you have to do the dishes at a certain time or you have to do it at least before you start to cook the next meal. Otherwise, you, can't, you haven't got the things you need to do the cooking. Yep. So that's a bit more uh, routine-based. But, yeah, cleaning for me is very rhythm-based. It's like, you know, ooh, that looks like it needs a clean, so that's when I clean it. Yep. So having a rhythm might serve you then if you want some more fluidity in your day or in your night uh, or in your in your life if you don't want to be kind of held to any kind of fixed schedule fluidity can be really good or, or rhythmic behavior can be really good uh, if you're in scenarios where things don't always go as planned and a really obvious mm-hmm. one of this is if you've got a baby mm. um, or a toddler and you know you think with babies you can't predict when they're going to sleep and how long they're going to sleep for, when they'll be hungry, uh, when they want to bath. Well, not that they really want to bath, when you <laughs> have got time to bath them. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried incredibly hard with my first baby, poor Sienna, to put her in a routine <laughs> and it was a nightmare. And then we burnt the book that told me that my life would be amazing <laughs> if I had my baby in the routine. And it was the wise words from my uh, nana who said, just babies have their own rhythm. Just let her call the shots for a bit because once you stop trying to control everything, maybe it'll just happen. And it Mm. was like for me, and, you know, I know other people have succeeded having babies in routines, but for me there was too much stuff that I couldn't control and then I would feel really frustrated by Mm. my routine going out the window. So um, in that kind of scenario where there's things that are, out of your control or things that don't go as planned then maybe having a rhythm rather than a routine would be good yeah that that's a huge one is the baby's one and so many new parents get such anxiety because their the structure and the control that they, they lose so much structure and they lose so much control that it does cause a lot of anxiety and um if you can yeah think rhythm think in rhythms rather than in routines in that case it might reduce anxiety it's still not gonna baby's still not gonna sleep (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but at least you'll expect that. <laughs> yeah, at least you won't be, you know, planning to watch your favourite TV show at 8.30 when the baby's asleep uh, and then getting frustrated yep. when it's still awake. Yep. Um, if you get caught up in situations and like to linger a little, like I will do this quite often, I'll, you know, plan to have a session with a client and then we run 15 minutes over because I'm busy chatting. Chatting. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. I can't imagine that. Um, But so I don't have, you know, a routine as such where I would never book a client in right before something else that's, um, that that is an appointment or something that's fixed. I always have a rhythm. So it's like I will have a client in a morning or an afternoon and that's usually I never do them back to back because sometimes I like to linger a bit longer and, um, Mm -hmm work something through and so that works for me and I think I would get pretty anxious about finishing on time if I knew that I had to finish Mm. with someone um like on the dot just to move on so I get anxious on those ones where I do if I do have two or three clients in the one day and I have to move from one to the other fairly quickly they're all very understanding you know they they'll just say you know uh have to actually leave on time today instead of standing around chatting like we usually do and they're fine with that but you're right there is there an anxiety throughout that appointment because a lot of the time I spend you know we a fair amount of time chatting with clients and sometimes we're not doing anything while we're chatting we might just be standing there or you know and I'm like I'm I'm very aware when I'm chatting that I'm being paid for that and so a lot of the time I'll do a little tally in my head of how much time I have spent talking about myself <laughs> or we've spent chatting about something that wasn't necessarily relevant. Lots of the chat is relevant, obviously, but there's sometimes it's not. It's like, you know, oh, where'd you get that painting from? Oh, can we just kind of Google her, you know, and I'll just to save that, you know, that kind yeah. of discussion. I mean, and they tally them up throughout the um, uh, appointment. And then I'm like, okay, so I know I have to, can't leave before 12 because I know I spent at least five minutes talking about that painting. So I have to be <laughs> like five past 12. So like when I do have to leave right on the dot, I'm really aware and anxious about, am I wasting any time? Whereas when I can have fluidity, fluidity in what time I leave, I, I'm a little bit more relaxed about that. Yeah, and I find that with my coaching clients too. I had one just the other day who went so far off topic, but she really needed to get it out. And I was like, I don't want to go, sorry, don't have time for you to go any deeper Mm. on that issue because I need to bring you back to what we're supposed to be talking about. It's like, no, if you need to get that out, just get it out. It's all good, you know. So for me, that whole rhythm thing can be really kind of reassuring, just feels like you live with a bit of a buffer. Yeah. Yeah, clients and clients appreciate not being rushed as well, especially my clients anyway, don't like to be rushed. So having that, being able to be fluid and say, you know, no, it's okay, we can stop and have a cuppa and I'll just stay an extra 10 minutes at the end or whatever is, you know, often helps them to relax a little bit as well. Yeah, and almost hand in hand with that, if you feel anxious, but also if you feel failure when you don't stick, to a routine (laughs) my hand goes up now (laughs) (laughs) because that's the problem quite often we'll think oh I really need a um a fixed routine like uh, my work down on Monday I need to and I'll put all these things on my list and they will happen at this time and in this manner and then if I get off track with that can think oh I failed I didn't achieve as much as I want um Mm. 
And that's really, that's not helpful at all. Or some people feel almost like a deer in the headlights and get really stifled by it. It's like, but I'm really in the zone with this project. I don't Mm. want to drop it now because my schedule says I have to move to the next thing. So for some people, having a rhythm can be really comforting and just as productive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Rhythms don't have to be unproductive. Uh, You can still get stuff done. It's just, it's just in a different way. If you work in an area that requires creativity of one sort or another, quite often um, I have a friend that's an artist and she says she can't just switch it on and off. I'm like, can you not just schedule like (laughs) painting for Wednesdays at two, you know? Mm. Uh, And it's like, no, because what if I'm not in the zone? What if I'm not in the mood? And I guess it's the same if you're a writer Um, or anyone that does anything where you have to kind of tap into that creative side of yourself. And I can't relate Mm -hmm. because I'm not a very creative person, but, you know, you can't necessarily schedule creativity. So then if you have a rhythm and you go, you know, at some point during this day or, you know, over the weekend, I want to try and pick up my my tools and and do what I do. Mm -hmm. And then when you feel like the moment's got you and you think, yep, let's do it now that can really support that kind of creative process rather than feeling like this is my time. And it's hard if you've got other people around you and it's like, right, partner, take the children out of the house because I've got to be, I want some creative time. And then it's like, got to flick it like a switch that can be a bit, Mm. a bit jarring. The other thing, you know, and we kind of touched on this, if you feel that the rigidity of a routine is starting to affect your mental or your physical health. Think of even things like, you know, you've got kids at school and oh, I guess most teachers are pretty nice, but that might not be able to use the bathroom until the allocated break time. Uh, or if you're at work, and I remember I would always be ravenous for lunch, but lunch, your lunch break was scheduled uh, in mm. one of my, the jobs that I was in. And it would be like, I am about to faint because <laughs> I'm so hungry. And like, I'm a real grazer. Um, and it would be like, I've got to work for two more hours before my lunch break. If there are times when a schedule um, or a routine is really starting to affect your physical health or your mental health, um, or it's starting to feel kind of unnatural to ignore those urges based Mm. on a routine, you have to look and see if you can either move the routine a bit or or change it to a bit of a rhythm instead. Mm. Uh, Can you do both methods together? I sort of mentioned that I'm sort of on the spectrum where I do kind of both. So how would you explain, well, could you describe or explain to people how they might be able to get them to work together? Yeah, look, and this is how, because it's quite funny, when we started this episode, Beck was like, uh, I'll definitely be with them. And she assumed that I'd be a routine person. And <laughs> the thing is, I am to some extent, but I kind of have the two together. So for me, I block out in my diary nine till 10 o'clock in the morning, Monday to Thursday. So that's a routine kind of time allocated in my diary for stuff. But what happens within those, within that routine is kind of more uh, rhythmic. So yeah. I don't ever book um, clients before 10. But so, yeah, so for me, the routine is nine till 10. Um, Monday and Wednesday I do housework and life admin and that so one day it might be paying bills and putting on a load of washing another day it might be dusting and vacuuming whatever it is so but I know that the rhythm is dictated by what state the house and our life is in 
but the routine is it always happens between nine and ten on a Monday and Wednesday, mm. and then between nine and ten on a Tuesday and a Thursday, I exercise. So, like uh, this morning, it was cold, so I did stuff inside. If I'm feeling like I need a stretch out, I might do yoga or I might go on go for a run, depending on my mood. So there is a routine, and then within that routine, there's mm. rhythm. So I think the two can go hand in hand. Um, and for me, that works because I know that if I get a bill, I know it won't be forgotten because I know it'll be picked up on either a Monday, Monday or Wednesday when I do the life admin stuff. But there's no uh, fixed schedule about when it's exactly going to happen. So for me, that kind of works best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah, I think I like I was saying, I think I do a little bit of both, but I definitely don't have as much routine. Uh, as you do I don't have those fixed times that I put with rhythm within I just have mostly it's dominated by rhythm with a few routines you know throughout so you know like the menu planning is routine based but every when I try and do a routine I think I said to you once (laughs) that I was going to do the podcast editing on Friday nights Mm -hmm. and that was a grand idea and I never you know like Friday night came went last weekend and I didn't do what I said I was going to do <laughs> and I was like oh well I'll do it Saturday um and I did it Saturday and Saturday night and so uh I do attempt to do routines but I just don't stick to them and um I sort of I've almost given up on that altogether with uh, most in with most things but this is a couple that couple that have persisted like the meal planning I can't really think of much else that's that's actually stuck around. well I guess we've kind of got a loose routine now about recording on Fridays yeah um yeah that but works again well. it's that's almost like a rhythm within a routine so the routine is you kind of block out Friday mornings for recording but you know what then there's been weeks when we're not in the zone or we haven't mm. done our prep and so then it doesn't happen or some weeks we might do three episodes some weeks we might do one yeah, some, and if there's technical we... difficulties, we'll, <laughs> we'll <laughs> struggle through one and then, you know, give up and hope that next week's better. Yeah, so there's mm. that's kind of rhythm within the routine. Um, mm. But I think it's funny, like, I think you really have to just look at the stuff you do in your life, what works for you and what doesn't, and figure out if they're more rhythm-based um, and you enjoy the flexibility and that mm. kind of empowers you to um, notice your surroundings and, and go for it. Or if you feel like you get so far off track that you need to be pulled into line a bit, in which case, you know, maybe having a few more routines around things might um, help you be more productive. Yeah. So if you want to relate rhythm and routine to decluttering, um, decluttering stuff in your home, you can also think about whether you declutter in a routine predictable way. Um, And that might look like, you know, kind of Marie Kondo method, step one, get everything out, step two, group things, Uh, step three, discard, step four, reorganize, step five, clean clean the space, you know. And for some people having a a routine uh, and structure and steps around how they declutter can be really helpful. Other people might really enjoy having a general rhythm, which is influenced by by their mood on the day, their need, their volume of stuff, um, how much time they've got and they don't, you know, maybe don't want to do it in a linear process. So I think I think you can apply rhythm and routine to decluttering as well. And generally, if one method appeals more to you than the other, 
um, then give it a try. But if you find that that method isn't serving you, then maybe you could look to the other one. Yeah. Okay. So I think that you've explained this really well, Tara, and I'm you've now got me thinking about where I might be able to add a couple of routine, a bit of routine in um, around my rhythm uh, to see if I can address anything that's not quite working for me. So I think that's what I'm going to do next. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to think what's what's working and leave that alone and then what's not working and see if a switch from rhythm to routine or vice versa is going to actually help that work a little bit better. So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, so if anyone out there is going to do the same, feel free to jump onto our Facebook, into our Facebook group and share your plans and your thoughts on that. We're always happy to see you there. So we look forward to chatting with you about that and we will see you again next week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so they too can be uncluttered. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media or on our own websites at clearspace.net.au and basklifecoaching.com.